competition is not a threat. Competition is collaboration. And it just means that there's more choice for people out there. And it also means that you are going to get clients that are aligned with you because you're not going to just work with anybody as well. You choose who you work with and they choose to work with you. Everyone started where we are starting right now. And it took a certain type of tenacity to get to where they are now. The universe is very abundant. The universe is so huge. There's enough resources for each one of us if we're only willing to stretch out our hand and receive that which the universe has for us. Welcome, welcome to yet another episode of the Next Level on Purpose podcast. I, as usual, look forward to doing these episodes because every single episode is full of transformational stories, gems, nuggets that will completely revolutionize and change your life if you soak them in. And today I am very excited not only because of the guests that I'm hosting, but because of what we will be sharing on this episode. As I have always said, the episodes of the Next Level on Purpose podcast are about real people, real transformations, real life, real change. And the person that I'm bringing in today is very special to me because she cannot get realer than this. She cannot get more juicier than what you're going to hear today. And I pray that you're going to feel genuinely motivated, inspired, and energized by the time that we are done with this episode. This podcast episode will be featuring someone that I hold extremely in high regard. And we're just going to literally go straight into her introduction. And she's no stranger to me because this is the person that has produced our podcast. I want to bring in my amazing, amazing guest, Hannah. Hi. Hi, Joanne. Hi, Hannah. How are you? I am very well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Hannah, today is the exception rather than the rule because I usually absolutely love to do the introductions but I want you to introduce yourself today and then I'm going to add on to your introduction. Hannah, can you please introduce yourself to us today? Yeah, absolutely. So yes, as Joanne mentioned, I am Hannah Pillow. I am South African, born and bred in South Africa, living in England right now. And I run a podcast production company called the Wildfire Purpose Podcast Production. Joanne was actually my first client for my company and she like, she just gave me permission to go bigger um, than I ever thought I could go. So I'm so grateful to Joanne and I'm so grateful to be here today. Um, Since being with Joanne, I have launched the Wildfire Purpose production company uh, and I have gotten up to seven clients and I've even introduced a group program at the moment. So we have 
so much of success from just one client, which was Joanne, who just started everything for me. Thank you so much, Hannah. And why I wanted you to do that introduction is because one of the things that you've said is giving yourself permission to go big, giving yourself permission to step into something that is very foreign. And what people do not know, may not know about you and we're going to share with them is that you actually run the podcasting on the side and you're literally in the middle of transitioning to doing it full time. Please tell us about your career and how you are balancing both the podcasting and your yeah. full-time job, no longer really full-time. Tell us about how you, you balance those two. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to go a little bit back in time here um, simply because I feel like there's a bit of a, I'm not actually currently working full-time in my, in my, in my job. I'm mostly full-time in my business right now, but there was a time where I was running both side by side and it was a big hustle and a big juggle. And I, my heart goes out to everyone who is in that position right now, because I know that it, it is so, you know, it is just so tiring to 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 do both at the same time especially as a woman when we have a house to run or a family to maintain a job a business and everything on top of it it can it can feel exhausting and I was there um I was there only about three years ago I would say when I was starting my own podcast and um and working full-time as a teacher in my company where I had many roles. So I was a teacher, I worked as a quality on a quality assurance team, I worked as a mentor, and I was starting my podcast. So there was a lot of things going on back then. Um, now I'm quite grateful because, you know, I feel like the universe just kind of worked out for me in a way that when I started my company, I was already being forced out of my day job because my day job was, we, we we were told that our company was going to come to an end. And this was back in October last year. And it was such a panic for me because that was my main source of income. And I think a lot of people can relate to going from having a stable income to not knowing where your money is going to come from, not knowing how you're going to survive. It's It was a huge panic for both me and my husband, because a lot of people don't know this. We were also signing a contract to buy our first home at that time. So there was so much going on right then. Um, and within October, November time, all the other departments I was working for in my day job all started to shut down. So right now I'm only teaching like two or three hours a week. So I would say I'm primary full-time in my business. So that transition happened pretty fast for me. Uh, and I was kind of forced into going into my business full-time. Um, and I can speak to the anxiety that comes from going from a full-time secure income to like a business where you have to make it work every month. <laughs> that That's a whole, yeah, that's a whole mindset. I'd want to talk to that, Hannah. An entrepreneurial mindset and a corporate mindset are two totally different things. And I find that one of the biggest challenges that my clients have is being able to move into thinking like an entrepreneur, thinking like a CEO, stepping into that visionary mode. It doesn't come naturally. So what are some of the tips that you would give to someone to be able to start thinking like an entrepreneur even before 
in transition into full-time entrepreneurship? Yeah, that's a great question. And like, I think, Joanne, you might actually agree with this, that I feel like when you're making these transitions, the best thing you can do is find yourself an aligned business coach. <laughs> that, that would be my number one top tip. Because <laughs> once you actually have that business coach that aligns with you, um, you're working with a mentor who has been through this journey. They know what is coming and they know how to support you. And for me, that was number one thing was finding a good business coach to work with from the beginning, because there were so many pieces that we had to, you know, like the foundations of your business, there's so many foundational elements you have to get right in order to plan for sustainability in your business so that you're not going through the every month thing of, oh my God, where's my next money going to come from? So you plan in sustainability from the beginning. And this is something I had to work through with my coach um, is transitioning from that mindset that every month I have X amount of money coming into my bank account. And, you know, there's no worry, there's no stress going to now I'm a business and I need to secure that income every month. <laughs> Let me tell you that's so important because, as you said, working with a coach, working with a mentor is so important. Somebody to handhold you, guide you through the process, guide you through the transition, show you things that you otherwise may not, may not know. What's one thing about running a business or a successful venture that you didn't know? Like, what are some of the surprises that have come along uh, along this journey, Hannah? Um, well, I think that I think that on the online industry, a lot of people advertise business as easy. You know, like online business is easy, and it's definitely not easy. You know, um, I think I went into the online space with a lot of naivety and a lot of expectations. Uh, and I think one thing we have to be prepared for when we're going in, into any business space, whether it's online or offline, is that there's a certain amount of resilience we have to have going into this um, because it's not easy. And like a lot of my business friends always say that they want to try and throw their business away at least once a month because things get so stressful sometimes, you know, no matter what stage you are in your business. Um it's it's real. It's it can be stressful, and I think how I counter that is that I try to find the fun and the joy in it because I feel like if we always focusing on the hard part and we're forgetting about the fun and the joy of it, it's so easy to want to give it all up, want to you know just go back to a corporate job because it's easier, quote unquote. But it's not always easier because we all know that in a corporate job we're not in control of our success that we, you know, we're in control to a certain degree. We're not in control of the flexibility of our lifestyle. We're not creating the lives we want. We're working under the lives somebody else is creating for us. You know, we, there's a lot, a lot less we can achieve in that space than we can in our own business. So I would say that the fun, the joy and the flexibility should outweigh the stress and you know, how hard it can be. I would want to chip in there because I like what you've said, the naivety of an entrepreneurship. And many people will not tell you the true story of what it means to be an entrepreneur. And that's why this podcast is here, to help prepare you so that you do not step into this space or into this uncharted territory without 
some, something to lean into. And what we're sharing here is the utmost truth. Resilience, grit, and tenacity is what I can say has helped me survive entrepreneurship for the last five years. And I can tell you for a fact, I have shed very many tears, many tears of wondering how a certain bill will be paid, how, you know, what next, what is going to happen. If there's anything that has thrown my adrenaline levels to levels that I've never, ever experienced entrepreneurship. But on the other hand, I can tell you that most of my fulfillment, some of my most joyous moments, some of my biggest moments of triumph and celebration have come through the entrepreneurship journey. Some of the best friendships I have formed have been in the last couple of years from communities and people that I, some I have never even met in person, but have contributed so much to the person that I am today. So Hannah, you speaking into that literally gave me goosebumps because I wish more people could speak into that. And also understanding that if you keep at it, maintain the momentum, the discipline, the consistency, and the self-belief, I believe anything is possible. And I would want you, Hannah, to talk about the importance of self-belief in entrepreneurship because you said something at the beginning of this interview. You said that me working with you or our journey together was sort of, it was also proof of concept, right? Like when your first client signs up, you're like, yes, this is work. Someone has actually paid me. But it also requires a certain level of self-belief and self-confidence to do it because there, there are so many voices out there that are speaking the same language that you're speaking, but not your way. There are so many other people who help people launch podcasts. There's so many other people who, you understand what I'm talking about, but the biggest toolkit, tool that you need in your toolkit, I must say, is self-belief. Please speak into self-belief, Anna, because it's so crucial. Yeah. So yes, Joanne, you spoke to so much to the heart of what I feel in my business every single day, because I feel like self-belief is not something that we have to have before we going in. It's something that we have to reaffirm every single day because there's so many challenges out there. Um, and like you said, there's so many podcast producers out there. I'm not the only one. And I see that I'm in the spaces and it can really mess with your head sometimes. And I have to keep reaffirming my self-belief in myself, in my ability to do this every single day so that I can keep going in my business. <laughs> you know, um, you spoke about how you signing up with me was a proof of concept. And I don't think I ever told you this, but th that day I actually like cried like tears in the shower, like happy tears, like, oh my God, this is happening for me. This is my first client. I'm so excited. And I knew my ability to carry this out. And that is the thing with every client I take on, I know, like I know a hundred and 10%, I can do this. I can make this happen. This is not above me. Yes, there are other people doing this. Yes, there are many 
uh, other podcast producers out there, but there's always something that makes you different from everyone else. And it's kind of like when you go, I think we spoke about this before, Joanne, it's kind of like when you go out to buy something, um, say, for example, you I think you said a cup of coffee, right? There's so many coffee shops out there that we can choose from. But that doesn't mean that if a new coffee shop opens, it's not going to make any business. It just means that a new coffee shop opened for a separate palette and we all have different tastes. So just like that, as a podcast producer, there's so many people for you to choose from that you're going to go to the one that aligns the most with you. Um, as a business coach, there's so many business coaches to choose from that you have the choice of choosing the right one for you. As a candy store, there's so many candies to choose from. You're not going in and buying all the candy. You have a, speci a specific palette. So that choice is something we need to realize that competition is not a threat. Competition is collaboration. And it just means that there's more choice for people out there. And it also means that you are going to get clients that are aligned with you because you're not going to just work with anybody as well. You choose who you work with and they choose to work with you. And that that just goes into like reaffirming the self-belief and your ability to do this is work we do every single day in our in our lives and in our business. I love it, Hannah. And you reminded me of something. I had a client call recently and she said to me, Joanna, where do I get my clients? Where do I get clients? What, what do I do? Because I don't see. And I said, that's where the problem is right there. You don't go looking for clients. You attract clients. You attract your, your tribe because your vibe attracts your tribe. You know that statement, it sounds so cliche, but your vibe attracts your tribe. Let me tell you what is meant for you is for you when you show up in your own authentic truth and space. When I was looking into going into podcasting, I didn't even go looking for, you know, talking to five, seven, six people to decide which one. When I booked the conversation with you and I had your heart and something just tugged at my heartstrings, I was just like, I didn't even ask you. And that's why I'm like, when you're in your element, I didn't ask you if I'm your first client. So I wasn't bothered with that because it was a heart and soul connection. I could feel your genuineness, you know, to support me. And your willingness to make sure, and you said to me something I remember so critical. You said that you're going to be with me from the beginning to the end. You're a very strategic person. And I'll tell you, the strategy is very important to you. On the other hand, um, sometimes I can be all over the place, but my all over the placeness works. But what I liked about you is your systematic way of doing things. Like, this is where we're going to start. This is what the launch mode looks like. This is when we're going to have your recordings done. This is how we're going to come up with the topics. This is what the first phase looks like. This is what launch phase. And it was so step by step, Hannah. I literally felt like you moved into my studio, to be honest. I felt like you were here with me every part of the journey. At no point of this journey did I feel any sense of neglect or abandonment, which I must say happens a lot in the online space. People promise you the world and when it comes to delivery, the opposite happens. And when you go and raise it with them, it becomes a completely different story. Like you're, 
not a pleasant person to work with or, you know, the story completely changes. And that's why it's so important for anybody who's looking to transition or, you know, step into entrepreneurship to do their background research. And But even as you do your background research, listen to your instinct. I did not have to go looking all over the internet and Googling Hannah. My instinct said to me, this is your person and it just felt right. And here we are. You know, we just started on the 1st of January. And at the time of recording, we're literally um, over to, uh, uh, going into our 12th episode. Depends on when you listen. Just like that. Because I had a good foundation to walk with me. Someone to hold my hand. Somebody to guide me. And that's why I say, do not leave this life on your own. Get the right support, get the right mentors. And now that we talk about mentorship and support, Anna, who have been three mentors or coaches or people who have really inspired you in your personal development journey? Because I believe that mentorship and coaching is so instrumental in our growth. So which three people can you just name off the top of your tongue that have completely shaped your life and business? Um, yeah, absolutely. First of all, I cannot give enough praise to my coach, um, Carly Jo Bell, my business coach. Um, she has literally changed my life, changed my world, um, and, you know, just opened so many doors for me. Um, so definitely she would be the number one name that will come off my lips. Uh, the second one is actually another podcast producer. Um, her name is Nikita Burns, and she has just, you know, like when, when you, when you think of, Oh, I'm a podcast producer. I'm in I'm in competition with every podcast producer. That is not true at all. Like Nikita is she has been my go-to woman in the space. Like every time I have a question about pricing, about about a client, about anything, I just need to like Nikita even on on a day like I'm like Nikita, I have a big meeting tomorrow. I don't know like I need help with how to pitch this. She jumped on a call with me the exact same day. Like, and, and we talked about it. And I mean, that is the level of giving that we want to see in people, you know, the level of helping and holding each other's hand. It's like, uh, we're serving the same people, we're serving the same level of clients, but we're helping each other out. We're not like thinking we're taking from each other because this world is so big. There's no taking from each other. <laughs> that's not, that, that's the mentality we need to shift away from. So those would be the top two names that would come to my lips. Um, the third one I would say would probably be Rachel Rogers because when I entered her space, um, that also greatly changed the way I viewed business and changed the way I viewed what is actually possible for me. Um, so yeah, those would be the top three names that would come to my lips when I think about who held me up. I'm sure I'm I'm sure there's plenty more, but let's stick with three. <laughs> let's stick with three. And you're so absolutely right. There's a remnant of these people that stays with us. And I remember with Rachel uh, Rogers, who we share in common as one of our mentors, when she spoke about we can all be millionaires, I absolutely resonated with that. But not so much really about the money piece, yes, the money piece, but about the service part, that the more people you serve and the more willing you're, you are to go out and share your magic with the world, the more you'll attract the right people, right? And proximity is power. When you're in proximity 
to people of that caliber. You have no choice but to up your game. You have no choice but to say to yourself that I have the ability. If she can do it, I can do it. And as you have reiterated over and over again, it's not about competition. It's about collaboration. Many of the friends that I have on the online space are actually fellow coaches, people who are even doing the exact same work that I do. But as you said, the universe is very abundant. The universe is so huge. There's enough resources for each one of us if we are only willing, right? If we are only willing to stretch out our hand and receive that which the universe has for us. There is a unique purpose and divine calling that only you can feel in this world. As a trailblazing professional, it is very likely that you are extremely gifted. You have a lot of talents, skills, and experiences that you bring to the table. You are multi-passionate and have lots and lots of bright ideas and amazing contributions to share with the world. But sometimes you feel very overwhelmed as you're not too sure where to start and what to focus on. You need a clear strategy and a step-by-step action plan to support you. Do not worry, I get it. Why? Because I was there. Your purpose is as unique as you are and will definitely evolve as you move through life. And sometimes it's the most unconventional path that could lead you to your true north. This journey can sometimes be very hazy and ambiguous. And you'll find that you desire to have someone who gets it, a companion on this journey, someone objective, non judgmental, but knowledgeable, someone who took their own leap of faith into the unknown and came out safely on the other side to walk closely with you. Someone compassionate, but also unbiased, who can really help you see your areas of strength and help you figure out what and where to pay attention to. Help you see your blind spots and what to leverage on in whichever season of life you're in. If you're serious about creating your life by design, not by default, then let's speak. Please go to the show notes and you'll find a link to schedule your 30-minute complimentary clarity call with me. Go on, do it. Best decision you will make. I want to talk about this, Hannah, because it's very instrumental. What does the next level on purpose mean to you in your space first? This is such a timely question, Joanne, because I don't think uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I'm currently in. I think I'm always in an in, a, in an expansion mode in my life. Um, but I'm currently on a very big expansion road, um, where I'm transitioning from one thing to something something bigger. Um, so just to give a little bit of context of where I'm going, um, when I came into the podcast production space, I I realized that I have a I have a gift and I have a passion for produce for producing things for production for production value and quality and that is where my that is where my superpower lies you know um so I want to expand on that uh I have like a 3 year plan where I actually want to produce an animated movie <laughs> and that is my like where I'm where I'm headed 
Um, but currently I'm in expansion of working on a very top tier um, production podcast production package. We already, I'm already serving one client on this top tier space and I'm working in expanding more into reaching those clients who are, maybe they are influencers, maybe they are thought leaders, maybe they are authors, successful authors who want to expand into podcasting and production on a very big level. And this is something I'm expanding into um, while I'm taking on a few more clients uh, on, on the level I'm serving right now. I want to expand into more of the top tier uh, podcast production. So, you know, so that's also just kind of like if you do want to work with me on, on the level of a business podcast, this is probably the right time to get in on that right now. <laughs> I love it. And that's the thing, you know, expanding into your next level and stretching into it and owning that space, right? And just hearing you talk about it just sounds so exciting and I'm so thrilled for you because it comes back to what we've talked about, the consistency, the discipline, the self-belief, right? And also positioning yourself as the podcast powerhouse uh, that you are because that's, that's really who you are, and then getting the right support to help you expand into that next level. So for me, uh, in my coaching journey as a coach, as a mentor, and as an entrepreneur and visionary of the business that I run, every single level has come with its devils. It says new levels, new devils. Every time I've expanded into the next level of myself, it's come with new challenges, new difficulties, new mindset gremlins, <laughs> all manner of things have come up with that. And I'm curious, what are some of the curveballs that you've experienced as you've come into this new level of expansion? Oh my gosh, yeah. it's. Um, I think a lot of it for me is, so I grew up in a culture that was so heavy on comparing yourself to other people. Um, and that is something I'm currently working on, like in therapy and in my personal life, because when you come onto the business space, it feels like with every new level, there's new, new, like you said, new devils, but also like there's new things to compare yourself to and new, new levels of not enoughness to, to get over, you know? Um, so it's like, on one hand, I know how good I am at production. I know how good I am at being strategic, like you said, and of, of giving, like my whole brand is about quality. You know, we, uh, I, I, I focus on people who are looking for quality podcasts that will stand out, uh, from, from the crowd. And I know that I have the ability to execute this for my clients, which is which makes me confident in selling my services. Um, but as you expand on and on, you have to keep reaffirming that, you know, that I am enough, more than enough. I can do this. I can get to this next level. The other devil, I would say, as you expand is, I think a lot of people say this, that the more money we make, the bigger expenses we have. And it's actually like more money, more revenue doesn't necessarily mean more profit. And that is something that I have to keep adjusting in my business as I go along with. And the bookkeeping side of business is um, something we don't talk about enough, I think. Um, and, and managing your money and making sure that we're not getting 
thrilled by the next fancy thing for our business and making making the right investments in your business as opposed to spending your money everywhere, which is so easy to do when you have more of it to spend. You've spoken to something that is very dear to me because just like you, I want to invest in the very best for my business. I want to invest in the very best for myself. But how do I have that fine line between shiny object syndrome and between giving my business the very best? And for me, I have no qualms. I have no issues spending money on my business. But how do I do it in such a way that you're not just, just jumping over everything that is thrown right, left, and center because there's so much that is happening that can be done, but it just doesn't have to be all done at the same time. That's what I've learned. Like you can grow, but you don't have to do it all at the same time. And that has been quite a, a great lesson for me. I'm so glad that you got that lesson really earlier in your journey. For me, it's literally happening now. <laughs> and I'm okay with it because I think every business is its own organism. It's its own, it has its own life. So for me, that has been such a big lesson. And understanding that every decision I make is first made on an emotional level before it is justified at the logical level if you understand what I mean so sometimes I have to put on my logic cap on and so that put emotions aside Joanne is this necessary right now now that we're talking about emotions and we're talking about logic and we're talking about all things mindset what are some of the things that you do on a daily basis to keep yourself emotionally grounded to keep yourself sane for lack of another word because you know what I mean you can go crazy sometimes as an entrepreneur so what are some of the things that you do on a single on a daily basis to keep yourself grounded and sane mindset wise I love this question and I'm just gonna say that while I try to do these things on a daily basis I'm human so there you know it there's ebb and flow to this but the things that I try to keep in my life is um so when I start my morning, I like to start with a meditation. I'm very big on meditation. Um, this is something that keeps me grounded and, you know, keeps me at peace um, and also keeps me hopeful and open to receiving as well. Um, so meditation is a big one for me. The other one is I, I like, I'm very big on to-do lists. So I like to schedule my day and know exactly when I'm doing what. I like to get my um, my steps in every day. So I try to get 10K movement every day, uh, 10K steps. Um, exercise is a big one for me as well. So not every day, but at least three times a week to exercise. Um, yeah, and I do journaling, but I won't, I don't actually do this very regularly. Um, I think I feel like I do that as I need it. So it's not like a daily thing, but I would say those are meditation and exercise would be my top two things that keep me sane. I love the exercise and the movement because I find that there are miracles in movement. When our bodies move, it takes away that stagnant energy. And it's so easy for us to sit at our desks all day creating because we are creatives. We want to give our clients the best and to jump from one client. Like literally, I had a client call and then I had something else to attend to. And then, you know, we had our recording and so many other things come up in a day. And you can find yourself literally seated, you know, bummed down all day. And when you wake up, you literally feel your joints are stiff. That's why it's so important to incorporate movement in our lives. And why I said there are miracles in movement is because every time 
I am on a treadmill or every time I go to get uh, to get some quote unquote sunshine in the UK, but just get some fresh air, I always get something, an idea, a creative insight, something pops into my mind, into my spirit. Sometimes it's even just send Hannah a message, send Mary a text. Sometimes it could be like, listen to so-and-so, and I don't even know that I'm being led to something. So let's take time to step out. Let's take time to just move out of our, our normal environment because I believe that some of the biggest shifts that have happened in my mind and in my business have been when I have been in movement, physical movement, right? And I want, as we come to the tail end of this conversation, which has been so rich in so many ways, so important, you're a podcasting powerhouse, as I have called you. <laughs> and I absolutely, as I said, work with you because I love what it is that you do. But we would not do today's episode justice without giving the ladies and a few good men who listen to this podcast some practical tools on launching a podcast. So just want to, you to give them just a very short intro into why it is important to launch a podcast and two things that they can look at if they're considering launching a podcast. Yeah, so I would say that, first of all, I would say why it's important to launch a podcast. I, I would say this is an individual basis. I wouldn't say that this is something that would be important to you if it is something that you enjoy doing. So if this is a question I ask in all my marketing. It's do you enjoy talking passionately about what you do? Do you enjoy sitting down to record these episodes and talk and talk to people or talk, you know, talk to your camera and let people know what you do. Because if you don't enjoy doing that, then I would say podcasting is probably not the right move for you <laughs> because podcasting is talking about what you are doing, talking about your passion and, you know, essentially selling yourself and your expertise if you are aligning it to your business. So when you do decide that podcasting is in fact for you and is something that's going to take your business to the next level, I would say the first thing you need to do is really get clear on the foundational aspects of your podcast. And that would be making sure you know exactly who your podcast is for, the intention of why you want to start a podcast so that you know exactly which matrix you're going to be measuring, because it's not always about the downloads. There's many other aspects that you'd be measuring when you look at your podcast. And that really depends on what what, what is your intention of starting this podcast. Um, there's many little bits of the podcast that you can focus on to make sure the foundational elements of your podcast stand out, which is why um, I have the standout from the crowd group intensive program. It's a program where as a group, we look at the foundational pieces of your podcast, like your introduction, your call to action, your commercial, your trailer. And these are all foundational aspects of your podcast that will make you stand out and establish your podcast as a niche and, you know, really show your personality and expertise um, in the sea of podcasts that are out there. So I say just getting those foundations clear, getting your intentions clear are the greatest starting points. Personally, I say get the foundations right before you even look at the technical side of starting a podcast, because the foundational side is just like your business, setting up the foundations of your business is so much more important than, you know, just going in and doing it. Because if you don't have those foundations correct, 
everything else is just going to be a jumble for you. <laughs> I agree. And what I like about you is your blatant honesty about it. Because there's no need of you doing something that you do not enjoy, right? I love to speak. Speaking comes naturally to me, but it may not necessarily be for other people. And I want to give um, an ex- practical examples that I've seen with my own clients. Incidences where a client, <laughs> and it's so funny, that thinks that because other people are doing live streams, that they need to do live streams, yet it's completely out of their element. And you can feel that this person is like a fish thrown into the sky, thrown in the air, or a bird being forced to swim. It just won't work. So, so important for you to identify what lights you up, what excites you, and then use that as a tool. And then the longevity factor, are you in need for the long haul? It's very important in anything. And for me, particularly in this case, we're talking about podcasting. You cannot come and say that you're going to run a podcast and then two episodes later, oh, I'm not seeing anything happening. I'm not seeing anything moving with it. So I'm not, I'm going to stop. No, if you're in anything, do it for the long haul. And one thing I love about podcasting is that the, your episodes will be there long after you're gone. They, they, they are part of your legacy. They are part of you, you know, of who you are even when you will no longer be here in in the physical. And I, I know some of you are like, it sounds a bit morbid, but there's nothing as beautiful as imagining that, like, let's use Bob Proctor, who I love very much. He's no longer here, but we hear his voice all the time reverberating and his spirit still lives on. And that's the power of using these tools, the podcasting, whether YouTube or whatever. And in finality, because this has been such a beautiful conversation, I know that real transformation and change comes from the recognition of your unique gifts, your unique talents, your different life experiences, your skill sets that are unique to you. And again, with the self-belief that we talked about, believing this another level with your name on it, I want you, Hannah, to give us your parting shots. To someone who is listening and is, you know, just feeling probably like, oh, sounds good for them, sounds good for her, that things are moving so quickly for her. Or lucky you, Joanne, you've been in it for the last so many years. Speak to someone who is listening to us and is like, sounds good, but I'm not really sure that I can succeed in entrepreneurship. Please give us your parting shot and really pour some life into that person. You know, what really motivates me when I get into that, you know, that that mindset of this is not for me or there's so many people doing better than me. uh, When I get into that mindset, what really motivates me is to look at these companies that are so big now and look at their humble beginnings. You know, everyone started where we are starting right now. And it took a certain type of tenacity to get to where they are now. Like so many people don't know that Netflix, we see Netflix as this amazing streaming platform that is doing like so well. But did you know that Netflix was rejected by blockbusters at one point? Did you know that they almost went bankrupt before they made it? 
Um, what about the game Angry Birds? That company that produced Angry Birds produced so many failed games and were on the verge of bankruptcy before Angry Birds became a thing. So we always see this finished produced product that we think, oh, they made it, they did it. But we don't see the struggle and the story that came before that. And this is really something that motivates me to keep going is to go back and to watch these success stories and to watch the real, the humble beginnings and how they actually made it from where they were to where they are now. And then think about it, like if they could do it, why not me? You know, why not me? Why not me? Why not you? Why not her? And now that we're at the tail end of this podcast, I just want to thank you, Hannah, for pouring so much into me. I just want to give you so much of my love right now and gratitude because in moments where initially at the beginning where we had all these tech setups and, you know, we are all human. Sometimes I do things that are <laughs> off the cuff, like my son, I don't know how to put up the sound properly, but you've been very patient with my journey. You've support, tried to correct my little errors here and there without really pointing a finger and admonishing me in a harsh way. And just really being you um, through this process, I want to say thank you very much. And as we wind up, the real wind up, I want to say this. Our lives are here to transform and serve and change and be change agents. Be catalysts for change for others. As Hannah said at some point, it's when you understand it's really not about you, there's something that shifts. You'll allow yourself to be more visible. You'll allow yourself to share of yourself in ways that you never thought you could. And that's what it takes to step into your next level. Understanding that everything is already within you you're not going out there to look for it. You're not going out there to look for this thing that, you know, will help me step fully into your, my destiny. No, it is already within you. Are you going to give yourself permission, as Hannah did, to step into that part of you? Step into that vibrant part of you that is going to be unleashed into this world. Until the next episode, Hannah and I will love you and leave you. And Hannah, I just wanted to say goodbye to our listeners. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Joanne. And thank you for giving this platform of space to be so real and honest about the space of online business. I think that is so needed. And goodbye to everyone listening there. You can look out for me. I will, uh, we will put our, you know, the producer, I will put all my links in the show notes for all of you to find me. Um, but thank you so much for listening. And I, I wish everyone the best of luck with this journey of entrepreneurship and all the ups and downs that come with it. I hope that you all find a community of like-minded people that help support you through this journey. Cause that was something or is something that is so that has helped me so much and continues to help me navigate the space. And there you have it from my producer, Hannah Pino. And until the next episode, we will love you and leave you. Bye.